weiß Bescheid. Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let's talk today a little bit about perception. I like to talk about perception. I don't know if you've noticed this in my running themes. This started again, I've said a thousand times, but maybe not a thousand times, maybe closer to 218 times. This started with the idea that this started, when I say this, I mean the Mental Mastery Alliance, started based off the idea that there's something more to be said, something more to give, something more to be done about how we perceive what we perceive. Um, Are we personally, as the observer of this, alone? Are we aware? What are we basing our aloneness, our awareness, our togetherness on? Is it real? All of these things went flooding through my head. And before podcasting, I never really had a platform to speak them on. I never really had a... I mean, I had my own soapbox. I stood on it numerous times. But it's hard to sort of put into play the idea of speaking, of helping other people, of preaching something when you don't really have any clue really what it is that you're talking about. Um, and that's how this started. How much fun is that? Now we've grown. Oh boy, howdy have we grown. But in the beginning, who knew? Who knew what this was going to be? In the beginning, who knew what we could have done or who? Nobody. Not. And then what happens when you don't know is you, you know, you beat yourself up. You say, you can't do it. You say, I don't sound like them. I can't be like them. I'm not like them. And these are the influencers. These are the people that are influencing you. And the further down this rabbit hole you go, the more you realize that everybody that's influencing you, these are the things that, these are the things that make you want to speak in the first place. So the idea to speak comes from an influencer that then makes you think you can't speak. And I'm not saying that that individual is saying you can't speak. I'm saying that we as humans in general are a result of our influence. So who taught us to beat ourselves up? Who taught us to talk negatively about ourselves? Where did that come from? 
toxic culture. <laughs> it's coming from your TV. It's coming from your radio. It's coming from mainstream media. It's really hard to break that idea. It is hard to break that idea. But we have to. We have to break the idea that what we're looking at, what we're seeing, what we've been seeing is designed to help us. Now, here's the weird thing. It is designed to help us. (laughs) Where's he going with this? It's not designed to help you in the third dimension. And the third dimension is eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Good tune. Eat, sleep, rave, repeat. Uh, Some of you might remember that one. Which brings me to another point that I'll talk about in a quick second. Electric Island and Wu-Tang, believe it or not. Uh, In Toronto. Our minds in the third dimension are programmed to be robotic slaves. The third dimension is, again, everything that we were ever raised on. The fundamental comprehension of life itself has was handed to us. But it needed to be. It, that's the thing that you needed to have a basis point to break free from. It's like, imagine back in the day. Remember, remember iPods? <laughs> when you got your iPod, I had my iPod Nano. It was green. It was thin. I liked it. But imagine getting an iPod now brand new and saying, it doesn't work. I can't make this work. And then somebody from back in the day would say to you, hey, you haven't loaded any songs onto it. Well, shit. That's why it's not working. So the fundamental parts of your life, the early on parts of your life, create the basis. You know, your playlist. And then as life progresses, you add new songs to it. You add new songs, you throw them on there. No, no, no. You don't even even know you're doing it. It's just songs get picked up. I like that. Goes in, goes on. And then you become aware of certain things. You're like, I don't like this song anymore. I don't like this song because I know about this. I know about that. So the next chunk of your life is deleting and eliminating songs. To create the ultimate playlist. That is your life. But to get there and to make it work, you had to be programmed. You had to understand. So when people say that I can't be programmed or I can't be brainwashed, That's foolish. What they're really saying is I don't have the ability right now to be aware of my programming. And that's huge. So once you do catch on to that, once you do realize that, you know, yeah, of course you've been programmed. Why do we think this? Why do we think that? Why did schools teach us the Pythagorean theorem, which none of us could ever, ever, ever repeat the Pythagorean theorem, Uh, the hypotenuse of a triangle, a noose, a noose, a noose. Why didn't anyone tell me how to pay taxes or how to buy a house? Well, I think fundamentally, because if you knew how to pay taxes, you would be able to see through it. And if you knew how to buy a house, you would do things differently and you would empower yourselves. The entirety of everything that we've ever been taught, however, is designed not to empower you, is designed to keep you depressed. Struggling and fighting throughout the wonderful course of your life. And if you think about it, and if you think too hard about it, and you start talking about it, well, then you're crazy because it goes against the programming. Not only are you programmed to believe a certain thing, absolutely, unequivocally, but you are programmed to make fun of anyone else who says anything different than what 
we were all collectively programmed to do in our education slash indoctrination camps. So it's a pretty, pretty fascinating thing. You know, this whole, it, it, it got more and more exposed. However, you know, when it came down to the COVID thing, when it was like, Hey, you got to do this. If you don't, you're killing grandma. And that, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing. There isn't a single person out there. That's like, I got the shot because I didn't feel safe and I needed to be healthy. The only problem with this and the way they rolled this out is there are a ton of people, a ton of people who are now waking up to it. And when you start waking up to things, there is a cascade event that takes place inside your head that allows you to see sort of everything else in the past as it played out. And if you can see things in the past with today's knowledge, you realize just how much of that was a scam. Which has us sitting here right now in a part of time where the entire illusion of everything that we've ever seen is now collapsing and people are seeing it. Now people are still very much stubborn to it and don't want to see it. And that's totally okay. They're not supposed to, it's not their journey. You right now, the listener do see it or you think I'm crazy and you just can't wait to hear what I'm going to say next. So you tune in, but you've had questions. If you're listening to this show, you've had questions. And that's where this is. So when you see things like massive, massive vax bullshit, when you see things like ivermectin, people, I know people who lost their entire social media reach, their careers, things that they based themselves on, saying that ivermectin was a cure or could help, could simply help. And if you said anything against anything that was anything other than what the narrative said, you were bastardized but now ivermectin is listed by the cdc as a cure we look at the, the the ukraine thing we've seen we've seen pictures and posters all over the place of putin hanging out with all the bushes and everybody and they're all wearing their dumb robes with their stupid star hats like they're all hanging out they're all buddy buddy they're all chill they're all super everything these guys are all in on it so why on earth would putin be a thing why on earth would we have to 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 give all this money to ukraine Billions of dollars sent to Ukraine, yet, yet parts of the America don't have drinking drinkable water. Parts of Canada don't have drinkable water. It doesn't make any sense. But if you say anything about it, then you're a bastard. See, they've made you think that. They've made you think that you're not sensitive to Ukraine. How come nobody's talking about Pakistan, which is completely underwater? There's no save Pakistan social media flags. There's no social anything for that. So there's something massively going on with Ukraine. But once you start seeing it, you start understanding it. You start backtracking it. Society as a whole is on the precipice right now of collapsing. And it's a beautiful thing. Anyone firmly locked into the third dimension, the third dimensional thoughts, the way things were, they're going to have a hard time. But you right now, the listener to this show, are more than likely going to be the individual who steps into it and helps them cure themselves or show them the way or teach them what you've learned. But it's going to need to happen because this whole illusion and those perpetrating it are very well aware that they can't maintain it for a very long time. We're seeing things right now where the illusion itself is collapsing in on itself almost intentionally. In Canada, 
after the whole argument of Roe v. Wade, again, that's a whole thing. The idea amongst all of this, everything that they're doing is division. Divide the people. Nobody cares. I mean, think about this. If we really wanted to eradicate division and all that sort of stuff, think about Roe v. Wade specifically. Everyone can have everything they want as long as we stop listening to the crazy old people that keep telling us what to do. Oh, but we can't do that because we're subservient. And Roe v. Wade is worth fighting for and I have morals and standards and blah, blah, blah. Really? That's great. Right? Anyone on any side of Roe v. Wade, you were handed that side. You didn't make that decision. Right? And every, everyone that sort of wants to yell at the other side for that thing then becomes the bully that they're kind of going against. Like the irony's not lost on me. That division in and of itself being the end result and the end goal of all of these tactics is technically working. But you can only push two people or two conglomerates or two things or two entities or two anything so far apart. The further you push them apart in the front, the closer they come together in the back. And eventually, we won't be face-to-face, we'll be back-to-back. And when you're back-to-back, you see everything. And that's huge. So is this conglomerate, is this world, is this entity, is this thing that we all live in intentionally cannibalizing itself to benefit you? Or is it just trying to exert its control so much and it's lost its way so much that it can't even see how absolutely asinine and foolish it is? And by it, what do I mean? I don't know. The ethos, the thing that's pushing this. Could it be AI? Sure. Could it be the Illuminati? Sure. What is, what's, what's, uh, what's the all-seeing eye of Illuminati? It's AI. It's artificial intelligence, possibly. Would artificial intelligence call itself artificial intelligence? Who knows? I don't think it would. I think it would call itself its intelligence. Right? And then we get the opportunity to say to ourselves, hey, when we really look at this, are we artificial intelligence? Are we here to become aware? Do we need to wake up? There was a scene in Loki, uh, the old uh, Marvel thing, and it made me laugh. It says, do you know if you are by any means a robot or if you are a, a full life flesh and blood being with a soul? Loki says, I'm, I'm flesh and blood with a soul. How would I not be? And then he goes to step through and he goes, wait a minute, what if I'm not? He goes, would I know that I'm not? He goes, you probably wouldn't know. He goes, what happens to me? He goes, well, it's a painful eradication death where you completely explode from every cell inside out. So he says, okay, okay, okay. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. And then he walks through and it turns out he's not a robot. But, and this is something that I'm going to want to get into a little bit later too. Like not on this episode, but later on this whole robot pigeons thing. I, I'm fascinated by it, but I've got nobody to talk to. And I remember thinking to myself, well, the linguistics of robot pigeons was, you know, you think that this is like a mechanical pigeon flying through the air. Like, I would spot that. But the truth is the idea that, you know, these guys can do so much with nanotech that there's no possible way that like, you could create a robot pigeon that's made from flesh and blood, which is how people could say, like, oh, I've seen robot pigeons. I've seen pigeons. Like, All birds are robots is the statement. I'm like, oh, it's fascinating, but how? I, somebody, I want to talk to somebody about that. I want to get some, want to get the bird person on the show. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon, but the idea of it fascinates me when we completely unload what we may or may not perceive as to be the truth as to who and where we are and all that sort of stuff. And when you open your mind up to something that's even bigger, it's like, wow, there's so much out there. I want to know more. So robot pigeons is something that's definitely going to be on the show. (laughs) I don't even remember what I was talking about prior to that. Well, I do. I was talking about all kinds of stuff. 
But the idea of freedom and liberation and the idea of the society as a whole collapsing, we're prepared for it. The fiat system is burning itself out. It's proving to be false. How come they can send so much? Where did all this money come from? Why are we all paying so many taxes, like just copious amounts of money in taxes to watch billions of dollars go to the Ukraine, yet our homeless is at an all-time high? Our indigenous are at an all-time disparity level. Our water isn't safe to drink. Everything that's going on inside our own country is is decrepit, is, is falling apart. And if you look over at Ukraine, billions and billions of dollars later, those people don't have anything either. Like, what good is money? And if it was really a big threat, and if it was really true, and if everything was exactly as they described it to be, wouldn't somebody just fire a missile at the Kremlin and just take out the Putin? I don't know. I'd like to think that they would, but who knows if they do or they don't. So there's so many problems that go through this narrative, but this narrative has to exist the way it exists so that it can show us how absolutely crazy and asinine it truly is. This is the thing. This is the the pain point. This is going to break enough of us to really truly grasp it. And it's kind of cool. So back to what I was talking about earlier, a little bit, a little bit of this whole thing. Like when I was at the Wu-Tang concert, the whole thing was listed as cashless society. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, there was a time where it's like you, you had to like, if somebody offered to pay you in pennies, no matter what the price was as legal tender, you had to take it. But now they said, you know, here's the, here's the gist. Here's the thing. COVID did some stuff and now we're not taking cash and people aren't sort of grabbing onto it being like, what are you talking about? Like, this doesn't make any sense. All of a sudden you're cashless. Why, why are we cashless for health and safety reasons? Well, come on, right? It's again, it's more control. Everything is more control. So they're going to what control, 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 inch by inch, piece by piece, stake by stake till what, till we back out of it. Right. And that means backing out of the idea that we need money for whatever it is we need money for. You know, again, Groups of humans collectively joining up to the barter system. We've got them outright saying, you know, we're going to stop building cars. So, you know, you're not going to have your car. We've got the the, the state of California saying, you're going <laughs> to, we're going to ban gas cars by 2030 or whatever it was. Um, and also like in the same breath or like a tweet a couple hours later, they're like, oh, don't charge your Teslas. And if you've got, <laughs> turn your thermostat to 78. And if you've got a certain therm- certain thermostat, we have control of your thermostat, the one that you installed in your house. We've locked it to 78 and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, at what point do we say enough is enough? I don't know. I, I don't know if everybody's designed to do that. I think that some people are designed to step up and step out and be like, hey, man, this is crazy. Um, I don't want to play these by these rules anymore and I don't have to. Right? Then you realize that all the police and all law enforcement and all that sort of stuff are not necessarily designed to serve and protect you. They are designed to serve and protect the, those that make the laws. In other words, they are our free range prison guards keeping us in line, but we're pre-programmed to think that they're here to help. They're here to save and do this and save lives. And, and they're good people, but they're not, they're here to trick you and into it and trap you and to get numbers and books and to, and to keep you living in fear. Humanity's natural resting state is to be super helpful. I firmly believe this. And everything that you hear other than that is a deception, a lie, and an attempt to make us imitate the story. Now, I've got a ton more I could talk about on this sort of stuff, but you know, I feel like I've, I've, I've run the gamut on this one right now on this topic, and I've got nobody else to soundboard off this stuff with. But these are all the things that are running through my head right now, and it's kind of hard to 
to stay focused, not stay focused, but it's, it's hard to, to give congruency with regards to the podcast. A couple of days, you know, we've been off uh, most of August, but yeah, I feel like a shift is coming. I feel like, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Like season four is about to kick underway. And you know, there are no seasons to the show, but you know, all that oomph and all that energy is out there and I really want to tap into it. I think that there's so much to be said and so much to be done and so much that can come from all of this craziness once we can start putting it together. So what I'm doing right now is I'm doing the best I can to focus on the fastest and easiest way to put all this together and to sort of lay it out, lay it down. People can see it. I love this shit. I love it. I'm fascinated by it and I can't wait to see what comes next. I'm no longer afraid. I no longer live in scarcity. It's all abundance. Even the craziest things in the world actually lead to better things. And with the abundance 5D mindset, you're seeing that all this shit had to burn for the rest of it to be to be reborn to, from the ashes, rise the phoenix. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I'm really excited about what's coming. Uh, I hope you are as well. It's, it's going to be wild. It's been wild and it's going to get crazier. And I, for one, am sitting here with my popcorn ready to go. So, ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green... Do us all a favor and keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.